0: Thank you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Please, don't turn that dial.
1: The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences.
2: decoder ring theater presents the continuing adventures of canada's greatest superhero that scourge of the underworld hunter of those who prey upon the innocent that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the red panda the red panda mysterious crusader for justice hides his true identity as one of the city's wealthiest men in his never-ending battle against crime and corruption Only his trusty driver, Kit Baxter, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, knows who wears the mask of the Red Panda. This episode, The Red Squirrel.
3: Come on, boys. Get that lock open nice and gentle. But Fink, even if we get the lock open,
4: how's we supposed to get past the alarms?
3: Shut up, dummy. The boss has the alarms all worked out. When the time comes, they'll be off, all right. But how? This ain't like a regular second story job. This is serious business. You're darn tootin' it serious. That's why it ain't for a dummy like you to think about. If you could understand the plan, you wouldn't have a chance of succeeding. But, but that's what the boss said to you. Yeah, well, it goes double for you. Maybe triple. Now, you mugs just stand ready. When my watch says eleven oh one, we go through that door, up the stairs on the left... The main labs are at the end of the hall. We clean out the papers, anything you can find. Marty, you blow that safe quick as you can, but take it easy on the charge. The big man wants all the formulas and schematics in one piece. Oh, Aw, think. I'm getting
4: tired of stealing formulas and blueprints and prototypes. What are we going to steal some good on
3: cash? Shut up, dummy. When you work for a punk, you steal what you can. When you work for the genie, you steal what he tells you, When, he tells you. He's got a plan. How do you know? He's always got a plan. Get ready. Remember, we're in and out in ten minutes. Not a second more. Three, two, one. Frank! The lights went out! The power's out on the whole block! (laughs) I told you the genie would fix the alarms. Now move
0: Well, well, well. That voice. The Keystone corrupts strike again. I know that voice. Doesn't the genie ever learn? Don't cut corners on the help.
3: A voice. She's she's over there.
0: Have you boys ever considered a different line of work? No, she's up there. Cause the whole marksman thing isn't really working out for you.
3: We'll never get her. I can't see a thing. Keep it together, you idiot. No, I'm getting out of here. Come on, boys. <laughs> no, get back here. Oh yeah.
0: <coughs> there. Flares are so much more romantic, don't you think? Ah, too bad you used up all your bullets, Finkelstein.
3: What did you do to my men?
0: Just a little old gas grenade. So we could have us a little quiet time.
3: Keep away from me.
0: Oh, is that any way to talk to an old friend?
3: We ain't friends.
0: <laughs> no. But we're going to be Fink. You're going to be our eyes and ears inside the genie's outfit.
3: You're out of your stinking mind. (coughs) Watch your mouth, kitten. You're talking to a lady. I'll never give up the genie. He'd kill me.
0: Have it your way, boyo. I can either give you a little knockout gas and leave you in a pile for the law with the rest of your boys, or I can just turn you loose without much of a mark on you. And wouldn't the genie wonder why I did that?
3: No, you wouldn't do that. Wouldn't I? He'd think I gave him up for sure.
0: (laughs) The irony. What's it going to be, Fink? Time to earn your nickname? Error, error. What the heck is that? Power disruption. Compensating. Nice try, Fink. I see a creepy gizmo appear. The first guy I think of is the genie. You expect me to believe you've never seen that little mechanical man before? Scanning. All right, Tin Man. Just keep your distance or you'll get a little squirrel-foo upside the head.
4: Confirmed. Flying squirrel. Target acquired. Holy
0: smokes. You're a fast one, aren't you?
4: Beginning detonation sequence. Get back! Detonating. 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 lying squirrel foils heist at top secret laboratory it's not a bad headline but if it had fewer words they could make the type bigger
0: did you know i was sneaking up behind you why do you always read the paper out loud when i'm not around
4: (laughs) you'll never know will you i see you were busy while i was away
0: well you took your sweet time i had to do something after all, squirrel alone in the big bad city gets awful lonesome.
4: Kit Baxter, behave yourself.
0: <laughs> yes, boss. You about finished breakfast? I've got something to show you.
4: I seem to recall saying something about behaving. What
0: was it now? Weren't you listening either?
4: You want some breakfast?
0: <laughs> uh, thanks all the same, boss. I get a hard enough time from the other servants without you making them bring me eggs.
4: Anyone in particular need hypnotizing?
0: I'll keep you posted. I'll uh, have that toast if you don't want it.
4: Be my guest.
0: So, uh, what time did you get back in town?
4: A few hours ago. Professor Zombie is back behind bars where she belongs. The poet got past me, though.
0: Swell. Break out the rhyming dictionary. We'll be getting clues in sonnet form any day.
4: I don't know. Maybe he'll go straight this time. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: You almost said that with a straight face
4: Tell me about the power disruption the genies men were using at the lab Mm,
0: Not much to tell Power was out to the whole block, stayed off about ten minutes That fits with what they were saying before I made my dramatic entrance
4: Did you get a look at the device before you blew it up?
0: See, the trouble with getting your news from the papers is that they only know what the cops tell them. And the cops only know what I tell them.
4: You have my attention.
0: Is that all it took?
4: The power disruptor?
0: Well, whatever crazy gizmo knocked out the power, Finkelstein and his goons didn't have it on them. They said the genie would take care of the alarms. They didn't even seem to know how. Just when and for how long.
4: That's consistent. The genie regards everyone around him as some level of idiot. He never tells them more than he absolutely has to.
0: Right. Which leaves us with two little problems. Mm -hmm. How did the genie knock out the power? And who sent the creepy little mechanical man? The what? Finish your coffee and meet me in the lair.
1: Fink, do you take me for an idiot? Uh, No, sir. You know I don't, Mr. Genie, sir. Why, you're the greatest criminal mastermind there is. You honestly think this cock-and-bull story about a mechanical man is going to distract me from your
3: obvious treason? Uh, no, Mr. Genie, sir. It ain't like that. The little tin guy, he blew up, and the squirrel was distracted. I ran off. Honest. There's a
1: singular lack of any mention of it in the newspaper article. Yeah, well, uh... Um... And if it was meant to explode and kill her, it wasn't very successful,
3: was it? Well, it uh, said it was, um, compensating for the power disruption. Hmm. For...
1: Well, it is possible that my electrical field disruption ray could interfere with the operation of such a device, perhaps reduce its explosive charge. But why would it say what it was going to do out loud? Why wouldn't it just do it? Boss, do I know? All I know is what I told you. Fink, I believe you. Parts of this story are clearly too clever for a moron like you to invent. Thank you, sir. But the overall effect is so thin that using it as a cover story for treachery would be so blazingly stupid that not even you would be capable of such a thing. Yes, sir. I mean, no, sir. I mean... Uh... Silence, Think. You have proven both of my points admirably at the same time. No mean feat. Thank you, Mr. Jeanie. All the same, you have failed me, haven't you? I was forced to use my disruption, Ray. The Red Panda will be deducing a way around it even as we speak, and we have nothing to show for it. I really do despise him. He spoils all of my fun.
3: Yes, sir.
1: There's only one way to atone for your failure. The difficult part of any invention is the act of initial creation. Duplication is child's play. So if there was one walking, talking bomb, there must be more... We must trap one of these clockwork men and see just what makes them tick.
3: <laughs> Matches, is Fink. Guess what today is? It's your lucky day. Your chance to join the genie's mob. I know the rest of the gang got pinched last night matches. It just so happens that this is the motivation for the recruiting drive. Well, I'm sorry if it don't inspire confidence, but we're on the job, and if you don't want it, there's other fellas what do. That's better. Here's the score. Uh Uh-oh. Listen, I'm going to have to call you back. Something just come up.
5: Jeremiah Finkelstein? What? You are Jeremiah Finkelstein.
3: You know I am. Hey, and keep it down with a Jeremiah, flying squirrel. That ain't common knowledge.
5: You're supposed to be in police custody, Jerry.
3: I told you. Cut it out. You want to bust in my window, that's one thing, but have the courtesy to call me by my given nickname. What's with a new costume? Since when do you dress all in red?
5: Get your hat. We've got a date downtown. Oh. Sure. Sure. it's right. Over here!
3: <laughs> what the? Those bullets bounce right off you. You can't do that.
5: Never explain your powers to the bad guy. Oh! You were supposed to be captured last night, but something interfered.
3: You know what it was? That, oh, that little mechanical
5: man. Mechanical man? About three feet high with a single eyepiece? You know it was! Let go my arm! As you wish, sleep. What? What you... Hmm. Fenlabs control. Come in, Fenlabs Control. Zack? Do you read? Red Squirrel to Zack. Come in. I can't tell if you're receiving this transmission. The interference is too great. All I get is static. I've apprehended Finkelstein, but there's still too much flux. Too many variables. It looks like my hunch was right. The description fits the puppeteer's killbots. He must have used the newspaper article for targeting, but the attack failed somehow. The flux is jamming my link to the archive. I don't have a lot to go on here. If I can get my hands on one of the killbots, I may be able to trace the puppeteer's link. And there's only one thing I can think of to use for bait. You probably wouldn't like this sack... But the old Chronicle building has a date with the Red Squirrel. Jeez,
0: boss. Do you think Dr. Chronopolis can help us figure out what's left of this mechanical man?
4: I hope so, Squirrel. Though I think I've got a few of the nuances down. Do tell. I admit this automaton is quite beyond me. But look at the way this explosive charge is rigged.
0: I can't see much of anything in there.
4: It looks to me that this tin man was wired with a transformative device designed to turn its entire body into high-explosive on command.
0: Which means?
4: If it had been operating at full power, you wouldn't be standing here. The genie's power disruption device saved your life.
0: I'm begging you not to tell him that.
4: We'll have to catch him first. And quickly... If he's able to disrupt the power flow to a city block, he could strike almost anywhere.
0: But, boss, when the power went out, it wasn't just the building or just a city grid. It also drained this little guy. Yes. But my static shoes were still working fine.
4: Yes, that's because... Squirrel, you're brilliant!
0: And cute as a button And cute as a... (coughs) Yes, well... Snuck that one right through, didn't I?
4: Do you remember, a little over a year ago, our old enemy the Golden Claw had a scientist who had designed just such an electrical field disruption generator for evil purposes?
0: Oh, what was his... Jacob Horace?
4: That's the one. He had also designed a small compensator circuit to prevent the device from eliminating its own power supply... After we wrapped them up, I incorporated his circuit into our special devices to render them immune to just that sort of attack.
0: So the genie stolen Horace's design? So
4: it would appear. And he seems to have adapted it into some kind of area weapon or ray. We've got to stop him, and quickly...
6: I'm sorry to keep you waiting, Red Panda. I just needed to... Oh, uh, Flying Squirrel, I didn't expect you to be here.
0: Where else would I be, Dr. C.?
6: I suppose so, child. Uh, Still, you do get around, as they say. I trust you quite well.
0: Doc, it might save a little time if I knew what you were talking about. Why,
6: this special edition of the Chronicle only just hit the streets, my dear. May I see that, Doctor? Yes, uh, of course. I'll just start my scans, if you don't
0: mind. What does it say?
6: Flying
4: squirrel in daring confrontation over Chronicle building... Mm. I still say it's too many words.
0: Just read it, wise guy.
4: The city's famed fighting female, the daring darling of the... And the alliteration goes on a bit here. Hey! In a nutshell, it says that a little over an hour ago, you flew to the Chronicle building, carrying the fugitive Mr. Finkelstein, wearing a bright red squirrel suit no one could recall seeing you in before.
0: Well, there's only about nine things wrong with that statement.
4: You left Fink on top of a gargoyle for the police, hovered in the air, long enough for reporters to get a good look at you.
0: Hovered? I can't hover. I look lousy in red. I can't fly and carry full-grown gangsters at the same time, and I've been with you since breakfast.
4: I know all of that, but there are pictures.
0: What? Let me see that.
4: And that's not the best part. Look here.
0: "'Suddenly and without warning, a small figure, which appeared to this reporter to be a small man made of metal, "'appeared as if from the ether, and thus followed a deadly game of cat and mouse high above the city.' The mechanical man appeared to be powered by some form of rocket, and a dangerous chase ensued at high speed, though it was impossible to say just who was chasing whom. At least one explosion was heard shortly thereafter, and the fate of the flying squirrel is unknown at this time... Boss, this is crazy!
4: Rocket-powered tin soldiers who can turn themselves into walking bombs and a high-powered squirrel pretender with an unknown agenda. Why do I feel like the genie just became the least of our problems?
0: Well, whoever this little show-off is... She's about to have a few dozen four-letter words... With the Flying Squirrel.
2: You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from Dakota Ring Theater. Your address for adventure, mystery, and comedy.
4: Dr. Chronopolis?
2: Over here,
6: Red Panda... Just confirming my initial results. I've also made some tea. I thought the flying squirrel could use a spot of refreshment after her busy day. I'm sorry, Doctor. I've sent her off on an errand. Oh, dear. You do run that poor girl ragged. Mm. Have you come to any conclusions about our mechanical friend? One or two. There wasn't much left to go on. Obviously, a detailed examination of the circuitry wasn't possible. Mm. But it did seem unnaturally advanced. My first thought was to test the device for residual magics.
4: Just to be on the safe side.
6: Yes, uh, of course they came up negative. Mm. As did my scan for extra-dimensional energies. This device does not come from a parallel universe of any kind. But Doctor, it's so advanced... Indeed, which is precisely why I ran a test for residual temporal displacement energies. Temporal displacement? You mean time travel? Red Panda, this device came from the future. Perhaps as little as a hundred years, or even less. But still, remarkable, isn't it?
4: Indeed. But why would an
6: automaton from the future try to kill the flying squirrel? And how would it know when and where to find her? That's it! What is? The
4: newspaper. The article in this morning's paper not only gave the precise physical location of the arrest of the genie's gang... But in discussing the power outage, it gave the precise time as well. Meaning that someone in the future... Who just happened to have a time machine, some mechanical men, and an unspecified grudge...
6: Would know exactly when and where to strike. If only I could get one of these in a more complete state, I might be able to track the time transport... Or even block its future use. I may
4: be able to oblige, Doctor, if I might use your telephone. Of course, dear boy. I only hope I haven't missed the evening edition.
1: It's about time you got back, Fink. Have you assembled a new gang for me, as I commanded? It had better be more able, or at the very least, less submoronic than the last one. Fink? Fink, are you there?
0: I uh, guess you haven't seen the papers today, genie.
1: Ah, the flying squirrel. Always a delight. What brings you to my hidden airy?
0: Oh, just passing by. Thought I'd stop by and say hello.
1: I don't even rate a visit from the big fellow anymore. Just a small girl in a squirrel suit standing high up on my ceiling. Don't you ever get dizzy.
0: Don't think I haven't noticed you inching towards that workbench, genie. It's your lucky day. We don't want you. There are bigger fish that need frying. Bigger? Bigger fish
1: than the genie? The greatest criminal mastermind in history? And the
0: most modest. Yeah, that's right. You've got no soldiers left, and you don't make friends easy. The boss just sent me to borrow your electrical disruption rate.
1: Oh, is that all? Well, of course, young miss. I would be only so happy to oblige. Here it is. Right here. <laughs> What the... Not working? It should have disrupted those shoes of yours. Sent you sprawling to the ground.
0: Should have, but didn't. The boss had you beat before you even built that thing. Because he's smarter than you. So am I. I was only up there, so you'd try and use that thing. Seemed like the fastest way to get you to show me which gizmo it was.
1: Very clever, Squirrel. But you'll never take me... Hey! We both know you can't glide fast enough to catch my brilliant flying carpet. What the...
0: Whoa! Oh! But you forgot that your old carpet isn't immune to your own disruptor, Ray. Maybe i better take you in after all, genie. That mighty brain of yours isn't what it used to be.
6: Get the chronicle right here masked heroes to hand over giant charitable donation only in the chronicle
5: i'll take one of those sparky thanks lady chronicle evening edition the chronicle has learned that tomorrow at precisely noon the red panda and the flying squirrel will personally give a million dollars provided by an anonymous donor to a representative of city fathers benevolent foundation at their downtown offices The donor claims the masked heroes are the only ones he can trust to handle the exchange. I don't remember any of this. But without the archive, One thing's for sure. The puppeteer won't be able to lay off a target like this. But he'll get more than he bargained for. From the Red Squirrel!
0: Flying Squirrel, the Red Panda. Come in, boss.
4: Panda Here. Is everything ready down there?
0: Sure is. I'm coming up topside to meet ya.
4: Negative. It took a lot to get the Foundation offices cleared out for this little stunt. To say nothing of the million-dollar donation.
0: Didn't we take that million from Ace Rider's mob?
4: What are you, my accountant?
0: Yes, boss. I'll be right up to give you an audit.
4: Behave yourself. And stay right there. It's quarter to twelve, and the only part of this plan we're fairly sure of is your end. I'm playing a long shot. If it doesn't pan out, I'll be down in five minutes. Red Panda out. All right. You can come out now. Don't be coy. I heard you land two minutes ago. Really? No. I was bluffing. But you may as well come out.
5: Jeez, oh, I can't believe I fell for that.
4: Neither can I. Well... I can see why the Chronicle mistook you for her. Except for the color scheme, you're almost a dead ringer.
5: Thanks. Sorry. This is just a little overwhelming.
4: I appreciate that you're trying to help, but this is dangerous. And we're not really in the market for a junior partner just now.
5: Is that what you think this is? An audition?
4: Why don't you tell me all about it?
5: That's not a good idea.
4: That wasn't a request. My mind is in yours. No. My will is your will.
5: Got to fight it.
4: You've had some training, I see. But not enough. Let's start with that mask, young lady. Time to see who you really are.
5: can't fight it.
4: What in blazes? Is it... You look just
3: like...
5: Kit? Thanks. I get that a lot. But it's Kim, actually. That surprised you enough to break the spell. Now, please, don't try that again. But
4: how? That ploy of yours with the public appearance to lure the mechanical men. Your advanced squirrel suit. You're from the future, too. You must be...
5: Kit Baxter's great-great-granddaughter... That's me.
4: Great, great. Then she must... uh, That is, she she must have...
5: uh, Don't think about it too much, please.
4: Just in this line of work, you don't really consider...
5: See, this is the problem with time travel. Say the wrong thing, squish the wrong bug, and you might never be born. In the future I came from, she survived to have... Well... eventually me but if you tell her that or do anything differently ever out of the belief that she must live because you've met me it can all change since i arrived here there's been so much flux in the time stream i can't even communicate with with my headquarters it's my past but back here everything is still in play Understand?
4: If you think there's anything you can say that would make me hesitate from helping her, ever. But none of this explains what you're doing here.
5: The less you know, the better.
4: For you, perhaps.
5: I don't want to fight you, Red Panda. (sighs) She was very old when I knew her. And I was very young. I didn't know back then how much of what she told me was true. But I loved it all. Stories of adventure, helping people, making a difference. How could I ever want to do anything else?
4: Did she... did she ever mention...
5: (laughs) Yeah. You came up. Once or twice. Who do you think put the red in Red Squirrel? It's just her costume looked a little better on me.
4: The Red Squirrel?
5: No one in my time knows she and I are related... But it's no secret that I was inspired by the two of you. One of my enemies is sending back these robots.
4: Thank you. I knew there was another word for that. It was driving me crazy.
5: <laughs> He's sending them back to kill one or the other of you. Or both. In the hopes of erasing me from existence. Or at least keeping me more mild-mannered secret identity.
4: And using old newspaper stories to help him pick his targets.
5: So you figured it out, too. Pretty smart. I tried to trap one last time. Didn't have a lot of luck. If we can disable one, I can do the rest.
4: We've got a little surprise waiting downstairs. Come on. There's someone I want you to meet... again.
5: It's one minute to twelve. Get ready.
0: Mm, Boss, are you sure we can trust this little minx?
4: Pretty sure. Is it so hard to believe we might have inspired a future crime fighter?
0: I guess not. But she keeps staring at me, kind of misty-like.
4: I trust her. Do you trust me?
0: Now that's a daffy question. Ten seconds.
4: Roger that. Squirrel. Uh, flying squirrel.
0: Man the power disruptor. Got it. Keep
4: the focus as narrow as you can. Materialization complete. Hello, Joe. How's tricks? Scanning. Target acquired. Red Panda, target acquired. Uh, now would be a good time.
0: Error, Error. Take back, you little weirdo. Power Keep the power up. Off.
5: He's mid-detonation sequence. Yeah, thanks. Pass. I got it,
0: sister. Girls, please,
4: play nice.
5: If I can just reset the detonation sequence. Got it. Red Panda, can you reach that blue toggle over There.
4: This one? What does it do?
5: It's the emergency recall. It reverses the temporal transit. It what the how much? It sends it back to the Peppeteer's time platform, where it explodes. Turn off the ray! Are you crazy? Trust me. That's it? For us. That should destroy the time machine and send up a big enough temporal flare for my team to find them. Time travel isn't common knowledge where I come from, and there are some pretty specific laws designed to keep it that way. I don't think he'll try that again.
4: Well, that's good news anyway.
5: So, I uh, guess you'll
0: be getting back to whenever it is you came from now? Well, all right, I admit it. I'm flattered and all, but I don't think this year is big enough for two super squirrels.
5: You're probably right. But still.
1: Zach to Red Squirrel. Come in, Red Squirrel.
5: Red Squirrel here. You get him?
1: Got him. Temporal flux is resolved with minimal paradox. Ready to come home now?
5: As long as we've got the time platform. How about that maneuver we discussed?
1: It's against regulations. We could get in a lot of trouble.
5: It's unanimous then. Red Squirrel out. Maneuver? What maneuver? Hmm, don't worry about it. I'll see you in a minute. A minute? Why would she take
0: a time machine ahead a minute?
4: I think she meant a minute to her, not a minute to us.
0: Oh, swell. I guess we haven't seen the last of her.
4: Miss Baxter, I'm almost sure of it.
2: And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theatre through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theatre brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheatre.com is your address to adventure!
4: The Red Panda Adventures, episode 31, The Red Squirrel, was written and directed by Greg Taylor, with original music by Andrea Lyons, and featured the vocal talents of Andrew Merzetti, Christopher Mott, Brian Vaughn, Peter Nickel, Michael Booth, Denise Anderson, Clarissa Detterlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night.
1: Ah, Saturday's Story Circle in the Mutual Audio Network. A time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with adventure, humor, and fun. Speaking of family-friendly, have you listened to Bells in the Bathory? Catch it on Friday Follies and every other week on Sunday Showcase. It's a time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with stinky puns, odd characters, and bizarre plots, such as they are. Bells in the Bathory on the Mutual Audio Network. It will have your family going around in circles.